The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. Over 300 exhibits on Mao Dun, a renowned Chinese writer in the 20th century, are on display in Hangzhou, in East China's Zhejiang province. The exhibits include Mao Dun's manuscripts, historical photographs, video materials and paintings, which offer audiences a glimpse into the rich life experiences of the master. The exhibition is co-hosted by the Hangzhou branch of the China National Archives of Publications and Culture and the archives of Tongxiang City, the hometown of Mao Dun. The show runs until April the 10th. China's Mao Dun Literature Prize, named after the literary icon, was launched in 1981. The award is now China's top literary prize for novels, presented every four years. This is Special English. The slogan, emblem and mascots for the ninth Asian Winter Games have been officially unveiled. The 2025 Asian Winter Games organisers launched the official slogan Dream of Winter, Love Among Asia around one year away from the opening of the Games in Harbin in northeast China's Heilongjiang province. At the launching ceremony, the organisers presented the adorable tiger mascots Binbin and Nini and the official emblem, which is the fusion of a short track speed skater figure, a lilac flower and dancing ribbons. The mascots and emblem were created by a team from the Academy of Arts and Design with Tsinghua University. Chen Lei, head of the design team, said that the emblem, named Breakthrough, combines Chinese culture with Olympic elements, showing China's pursuit of becoming a sporting powerhouse in the new era and its willingness to contribute to ice and snow sports in Asia. Chen said that the mascots were inspired by two Siberian tiger cubs born last September in the Heilongjiang Siberian Tiger Park. According to the organisers, since the global soliciting for the slogan, emblem and mascots was released last September, more than 4,600 valid entries have been received. You're listening to Special English. China's Chang'e 6 lunar probe is scheduled for launch 
in the first half of this year. That is according to the China National Space Administration. The agency said that components for the Chang'e Six lunar probe have been transported to the Wenchang spacecraft launch site in the southern province of Hainan, and pre-launch tests will be carried out as scheduled. Currently, the facilities at the launch site are in good condition. And preparatory work is underway, as planned. The agency said that the Chang'e Six is set to collect samples from the far side of the moon, marking a mission that is considered the first of its kind in human history. The mission is poised to make breakthroughs in key technologies. Such as automatic sample collection, and takeoff and ascent from the far side of the moon. Meanwhile, the probe will carry out scientific exploration of the landing zone. The National Space Administration has announced that scientific instruments from France, Italy. And the European Space Agency, Sweden, will be on board the lander of the Chang'e Six mission, and a Pakistani payload on the orbiter. This is Special English. China's Ministry of Commerce has announced that China has remained the world's largest online retail market. For eleven consecutive years, Xu Jueting, spokesperson of the Ministry of Commerce, said that China's e-commerce transaction volume totaled forty-three point eight trillion yuan, about six point one trillion U.S. dollars, in 2022, up from thirty-one point six trillion yuan. In 2018, she said that online retail sales of physical commodities accounted for over a quarter of the country's total retail sales of consumer goods, adding that the e-commerce sector has become a new engine for digital transformation. The ministry said that over the past five years. The number of people working in the e-commerce sector in China has surged from 47 million to more than 70 million, while its Silk Road e-commerce cooperation has extended to 30 countries. You're listening to Special English. Hong Kong has received approximately 34 million visits in 2023, with nearly 4 million arrivals in December. That is according to the Hong Kong Tourism Board. Through 2023, the Chinese mainland remained the largest source of visitors to Hong Kong, with ideal numbers recorded. During the May Day holiday, 
summer vacation and the golden week in October. The Southeast Asian market has shown the fastest recovery, with the number of visitors from the Philippines and Thailand in December surpassing pre-pandemic levels, reaching a recovery rate of 116% and 106%, respectively. Analyzing by type of travelers, the volume of visitors for conferences, exhibitions, and incentive tourism has recovered to around 70% of pre-pandemic levels, making it the fastest recovering segment and surpassing the leisure tourism segment. Dane Chung the executive director of the Hong Kong Tourism Board, said that in 2024 they will tailor promotional efforts to different source markets, aiming to significantly increase visitors' willingness to choose Hong Kong as their preferred travel destination. Chung added that by organizing grand events, they seek to drive the steady growth of Hong Kong's tourism industry and expand the tourism sector's contribution to the economy. This is Special English. The vast land of southwest China's Xizang Autonomous Region has celebrated the opening of its first ski resort this snow season. Established at an elevation of 4,500 metres, the ski resort is located in Lalung village under the administration of the regional capital Lhasa, just 120 kilometres away from Lhasa city centre. The ski resort broke ground in August 2023 and entered trial operation in November. The highest single-day arrival of skiers now stands at 350, while the resort is designed to handle a maximum of more than 3,000 people per day. Blessed with mountainous terrain, and a long winter season, Shizang has major potential as a snow sports hub. The new resort there boasts a ski season of more than six months, with lifts opening in October and closing in April. According to Chen Jundan, general manager of the resort, they plan to open the resort to children regularly for free, to give them more exposure to the fun of skiing. He added that the resort will be used for camping activities in summer to fully tap its economic potential. About 70 people work at the ski resort and 90% are local residents. Earning a decent monthly salary of around 4,000 yuan. Winter tourism 
has become a new growth engine to drive consumption on cold days in China, with regions rich in ice and snow resources taking full advantage of tourists' zest for ice-snow activities. A winter tourism promotion policy has been implemented by the regional government since 2018 across Shizang, offering free admission to tourist attractions, including the Patala Palace, and subsidies for hotels and other forms of tourism expenditure. The opening of the ski resort is a fresh move by the local authority to ride the wave of the burgeoning ice-snow economy. According to China Tourism Academy, ice-snow tourism will become a major driver of China's winter tourism and ice-snow economy, with its total income expected to surpass 1.1 trillion yuan by 2025. You're listening to Special English. A new study shows that cicadas about 100 million years ago had yet to learn to produce the iconic buzzing sound that now characterizes summer days. In the study, published in Nature Communications, a team of international scientists looked at 11 examples of cicada fossils from Myanmar with a 100 million year history and compared them with other fossils and extant cicadas. Although Timbal was identified in these fossils, the majority lacked intricate sound production and auditory systems, which suggests that most cicadas from 100 million years ago might have relied on more primitive means of communication, like transmitting body vibrations through tree trunks, rather than amplifying sounds through abdominal vibrations and transmitting them through the air. In other words, the ancient cicadas might not have sung like today's cicadas. That is according to Jiang Hui, lead author of the paper and a researcher with the Nanjing Institute of Geology and Paleoontology under the Chinese Academy of Sciences. The study also reports powerful fossorial forelegs from nymphal fossils, akin to modern cicadas, suggesting similar robust capabilities for digging, subterranean long-term living, and root feeding. This is Special English. Ocean temperatures in 2023 have once again shattered records, and the warming trend will persist throughout this century, even if greenhouse gas emissions were to be halted. That is according to research conducted 
by a multinational team of scientists from 17 research institutes spanning China, the United States, New Zealand, Italy and France. They found that last year was the hottest on record for the world's oceans for the fifth year in a row. Cheng Lijing, lead author of the study and a researcher at the Institute of Atmospheric Physics under the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said that ocean warming is a key indicator for quantifying climate change, since more than 90% of global heat ends up in the oceans. Chung noted that oceans also control how fast the Earth's climate changes, adding that to know what has happened or what will happen to the planet, answers can be found in the oceans. Chung explained that compared with 2022, the previous hottest year ever recorded, the upper 2,000 metres of the Earth's oceans have absorbed a larger amount of heat, which is equal to boiling away 2.3 billion Olympic-sized swimming pools. The impact of this is an increase in water temperatures. According to the study, the global average sea surface temperature in 2023 showed a notable rise of 0.23 degrees Celsius compared to the previous year of 2022. The study also calculated the salinity of ocean water, discovering that areas of high salinity experienced an increase in salinity, whereas the opposite was true for areas of lower salinity. The pattern that the salty gets saltier while the fresh gets fresher also ranked among the top five years. The study said that the warming ocean will reduce oxygen in the seawater and its ability to take up carbon dioxide, leading to severe consequences for ocean, plant and animal life. It can also supercharge weather. The extra heat and moisture that enters into the atmosphere makes storms more severe, with heavier rain, stronger winds, and more significant flooding. Ocean warming poses new challenges for climate governance, requiring not only emission reduction and increased use of renewable energy sources, but also a greater focus on climate change adaptation. Chen called for strengthened climate monitoring capabilities and improved forecasting and early warning systems to prevent climatic disasters. The study results have been published in the journal Advances in Atmospheric Sciences. (laughs) 
This is special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. China's Chang'e 6 lunar probe is scheduled for launch in the first half of this year. That is according to the China National Space Administration. The agency said that components for the Chang'e 6 lunar probe have been transported to the Wenchang spacecraft launch site in the southern province of Hainan. And pre-launch tests will be carried out as scheduled. Currently, the facilities at the launch site are in good condition, and preparatory work is underway as planned. The agency said that the Chang'e 6 is set to collect samples from the far side of the moon, marking a mission that is considered the first of its kind in human history. The mission is poised to make breakthroughs in key technologies, such as automatic sample collection and takeoff and ascent from the far side of the moon. Meanwhile, the probe will carry out scientific exploration of the landing zone. The National Space Administration has announced that scientific instruments from France, Italy, and the European Space Agency, Sweden, will be on board the lander of the Chang'e 6 mission and a Pakistani payload on the orbiter. You're listening to Special English. Ocean temperatures in 2023 have once again shattered records, and the warming trend will persist throughout this century, even if greenhouse gas emissions were to be halted. That is according to research conducted by a multinational team of scientists from 17 research institutes spanning China, the United States, New Zealand, Italy, and France. They found that last year was the hottest on record for the world's oceans for the fifth year in a row. Chengli Jing, lead author of the study and a researcher at the Institute of Atmospheric Physics under the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said that ocean warming is a key indicator for quantifying climate change, since more than 90% of global heat ends up in the oceans. Chung noted that oceans also control how fast the Earth's climate changes, adding that to know what has happened or what will happen to the planet, answers can be found in the oceans. Chang explained that compared with 2022, the previous hottest year ever recorded, the upper 2,000 meters of the Earth's oceans have absorbed a larger amount of heat, which is equal to boiling away 2.3 billion Olympic-sized swimming pools. The impact of this is an increase in water temperatures. According to the study, the global average sea surface temperature in 2023 showed a notable rise of 0.23 degrees Celsius. Compared to the previous year of 2022, the study also calculated the salinity of ocean water, discovering that areas of high salinity experienced an increase in salinity, whereas the opposite was true for areas of lower salinity. The salty gets saltier, while the fresh gets fresher. Pattern also ranked among the top five years. The study said that the warming ocean will reduce oxygen in the seawater. And its ability to take up carbon dioxide, leading to severe consequences for ocean, plant, and animal life. It can also supercharge weather. The extra heat and moisture that enters into the atmosphere makes storms more severe, with heavier rain, stronger winds, and more significant flooding. Ocean warming poses new challenges for climate governance. Requiring not only emission reduction and increased use of renewable energy sources, but also a greater focus on climate change adaptation, 
Chen called for strengthened climate monitoring capabilities and improved forecasting and early warning systems to prevent climatic disasters. The study results have been published in the journal Advances in Atmospheric Sciences. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>